Hi, everyone, and welcome to the PhD to be podcast, a podcast where we talk about graduate school. My name is Natalie, and on today's episode, my guest and I are going to talk about how to get involved in hobbies and in your community outside of graduate school. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Everyone's having a great Saturday morning. I guess that's like sort of when we're recording, so I don't know when it's going to be out. But we're recording on a Saturday morning, and I have a guest on today's episode. So Dallas isn't here today, um, but I invited my friend Tristan to join us. Hi, Tristan. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm on the PhD to be podcast. I mean, you know, you've made it big, right? right. So um, I'm doing great. I'm so excited that you're here. Um, I just want to take a second, though, to shout out Tristan for a couple of things. One, last Saturday, he spent three hours with me at the football autograph signing. And I just I just want to appreciate you for that because I really wanted to go. And I have such a hard time doing fun stuff by myself um, that I was like, does anybody want to go? Tristan was so up for it. And the next thing you know, we've been there for three hours. So shout out to him. Also, Tristan just finished his first week of teaching. How does that feel? Better than I expected. I think I was running through a lot of worst case scenarios. Yeah. Um, So for me, it was nice to see, okay, I'm cautiously optimistic, um, but we talked about all just the worst things that can happen, and all my kids were really engaged, wanted to be there. Yeah. Um, And I think we'll be pretty good writers. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited. I came to save him for a quick second with some technology issues. I'm not good. Yeah, I'm technologically handicapped, so yeah, much so, appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's okay. Everything seems good. You're 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 doing okay, and mm-hmm. so hopefully next week will be is just as wonderful. Smoother. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Tristan is probably like the most well known in our department to just not have all of his life be consumed by graduate school. And as we've talked about on the podcast, one of the biggest things about graduate school is that if you let it take over your life, it will. When did you sort of either notice that or maybe were you the type that you've just always kind of been involved to the point that when you got to graduate school you were like no I want to maintain this because I know that graduate school can maybe take over my life um I think as far as undergrad I wasn't as involved I was someone who if I had three to five really good friends I was good mm-hmm. I didn't need to be in a club I just hung out with them mm-hmm. um but School came pretty naturally, pretty yeah. easy to me. So I never was kind of stressed about school. Um, and I feel like now where we are in graduate school, researching and, and learning about stuff we're actually interested in, it's just been so much easier because, you know, I'm doing what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as getting involved, though, I moved to a really small town in Arizona for my master's mm-hmm. during covid so nobody was really there oh yeah and that really forced me to say okay i don't have any friends here all my friends are either on the east coast or back in texas um how am i going to get involved how am i going to meet people here and kind of make this work 
and it was a harsh lesson yeah because i really didn't um i would go downtown i would try to go into the different shops the bookstore mm-hmm. had um a book club on hold and then all the campus stuff was still kind of either hybrid or just non oh, yeah or non-existent non-existent yeah. because a lot of kids were doing school online yeah. um assistantships weren't happening so i wasn't getting funding that way i was just in an apartment in this small town of flagstaff uh and so i just i, I moved home yeah in october and uh i just realized okay if i'm gonna be in vegas live with my parents mm-hmm. i need to find ways to get involved out here yeah because even though i'm from vegas all mm-hmm. my friends were you know kind of in the cities they went to college in. right right so i kind of just i'm more of an ambivert i feel like i think people who know me here see me as more extrovert but then i was like ah, i don't want to do all these random things just to meet people yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah but i was like all right so i just looked up stuff um or things to do in the area for people in their early 20s mid 20s mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i started with uh salsa dancing oh okay <laughs> i did not know this about you yeah wow it was moringa uh moringa salsa and there's one other variation yeah, I forget is it what flamenco it was. i think it was flamenco yeah. yeah okay um so i went to that obviously didn't know anybody and just the more i went the more i got to know the people there i'm like all right i can do this this is you know, everybody here is either just graduated or looking to make friends yeah. because that's kind of the only reason you would do something like that. Um, well, I mean, maybe you like... Or you like salsa dancing. Right, yeah. like, you know, so... But for me, it was a really good indicator of, okay, I can do this. I can just start going to random stuff and um, be comfortable just meeting people and start those conversations. Yeah. So when I moved out here... Um, I kind of made like a, a almost like a wish list of this mm-hmm. is what I'm looking for. This is where I want to make friends, um, and then just compartmentalize. Like you were saying, not getting overly dependent on school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have separation between school and then my friend groups outside of it. Because I feel like once you start bleeding everything together, um, it's tough to kind of differentiate. So yeah, I want to get involved in the church, um, which I am now, and I go mm-hmm. to. A Tuesday night ministry in addition to that mm-hmm. um, and then kind of whatever I'm fixating on yeah right yeah now, I get really into stuff yeah and then that's all I can kind of think about so I'll just consume everything about that subject so right now I was telling you I'm looking at um, doing either a big through hike next summer or yeah um, canoeing this major canoe trail so i'm saying okay what can i get involved with out here that would kind of help me in that or connect me with people maybe who've already done it yeah so i'm joining the fly fishing yeah fly fishers going to their first meeting in september and then there's a lot of kind of meetup-esque kayaking groups i want to get kayak and start kayaking the trail with people nice um i'm in a pickleball league yeah outside of it i'm trying to start a grad school pickleball league yeah um just started going to country dancing at one of the yeah. country dancing halls yeah here in fort worth yeah. yeah yeah so just finding stuff i'm interested in it's like okay i'm gonna make friends in that so yeah. whenever i want to do it 
like I've got people that I can just kind of heal up. Yeah. Yeah. Man, there's so much there that we can just dissect and break down. Um, you know, it's funny. I didn't realize that you did your master's in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, which I think is such a huge fuel to the fire of your desire to kind of really do more stuff. Um, cause like I didn't, I graduated in 2019, so I didn't have to, I started the PhD program in the pandemic, but like it had been a little bit of a different situation. So you moved away from home, all your friends kind of did their own thing, you know, with school and whatnot. And so you're in the pandemic and you realize I can't do anything. We can't do anything. Right. And so I think that that's really interesting, um, context and sort of breakdown. Um, do you feel like, have you always been a person? Cause I think one thing that is also interesting to add to this whole conversation is like the type of personality that you are. Like, are we people who are introverted and just kind of want to stay and do one thing, which is totally fine. But have you always been a person that liked to have like, be involved and have hobbies or did you feel like this is really important once you were like in this context of being away from home being away from your friends and in the pandemic like yeah i think a little bit of both okay. i mean i've always been someone who is completely comfortable doing things by myself okay like even yeah. in college i would go to the dining room and just eat by just, myself yeah. and people found that so yeah uncomfortable i'm like i really don't care i don't yeah. know any of these people yeah um and even now i I feel like thrifting is kind of my mm. alone time where i could just throw on some music which or the you PhD should invite to be me podcast yeah, exactly you should invite me no it's yeah. okay we'll we'll, we'll plan we'll figure thrifting trips. but yes that's your thing yeah yeah um you know i'll i'll go fishing by myself at the trail i'll go to the gym by myself um so i'm not someone someone that needs to be around people but I definitely feel like post masters is when I was like, okay, my lifelong or my best friends aren't here. It's time to just go, you know, explore some yeah. other stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think what was most helpful for me is don't just join stuff that feels like there's going to be a lot of people there, but just do what you're interested in. And then those relationships, those friendships still happen and kind of come out of that organically yeah. like if you force it and you're like oh i hate volleyball but i'm gonna join this right and like, you're not yeah. gonna have fun right yeah right. And if you go and it's not what you assume it's gonna be you're just gonna resent it yeah yeah um so i think that's been pretty helpful yeah um i really like that you said like sort of the many different factors that kind of played into that that kind of pushed you forward like yeah you already had that in you where you didn't really mind doing stuff by yourself but i think about people who move across country across um like like literally like our international students who come here and um there's a I think just an innate desire to just do other things too. People have hobbies. People like to do things other than what school asks of you. Like I'm a reader. Like I love to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously grad school fulfills that hobby. Um, but I think thinking about like students who move away, like for grad school, even undergrad, but for grad school, I think grad school is a little bit more, di- it's different because like with undergrads, like they have so many events and things catered for them on campus that, yes you're still doing hobbies and activities on campus but it's separate whereas like with grad school like we've said multiple times like 
the research and everything that we're doing takes up so much of our time that like it's so much easier for that to spill over into like what we're doing that like undergrads don't experience that same thing so I think thinking about grad students who've moved into new spaces like I think this is really speaking to them and just like branch out and like do other things that are not like your grad school I mean granted we are in the metropolis and semi bigger city so it's a little bit easier because there is industry here so people move here not just for TCU but for Fort Worth and some of the major companies here yeah um so I think it might be a different story if I was you know in Ames Iowa and it was just the school and the locals yeah or in Waco right um which Waco's popping I mean it's it's, you know yeah but um might have been a little bit different back when you were in undergrad so I I won't hit on Waco well I will so (laughs) (laughs) no um, go ahead I think it's there if you want to find it so for people who say oh I can't you know I can't make friends or I can't meet anybody if you put the effort in it's gonna happen it might not be you know the first people you meet I've been here for a year I feel like I'm still you know solidifying my friendship still making friends yeah um but it's just about being persistent and continuing to go to those events if you don't meet somebody or meet a group of people the first time it's like we'll just go next week yeah um I think a lot of people just get frustrated at first. It's like it's not happening yeah. right when I want it or when I need it, as mm-hmm. opposed to just saying, you know, it's going to happen when it happens. God's yeah. timing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just important to keep in mind. But I do think each school is individual in terms of how many grad events we have, because we have GSS. Yeah, we have the Graduate Student Senate, which I've right. talked about before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. they only put on, like we were talking about yesterday, really a couple of events during the year Mm -hmm. so if you meet a group of people and y'all hit it off you won't you might the chances of you seeing them again later like it's gonna be a while Mm -hmm. yeah so i think just like for me trying to start the pickleball league with the grad students it's just about let's try and build something you know week to Mm -hmm. week consistently Um, yeah Yeah. or like with or every other week or whatever exactly Mm -hmm. um yeah 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 i think uh it's funny because like as i'm thinking about this topic i thought it was just going to be about one thing but there's so many more other layers that we're uncovering like i think location has a huge thing and i've actually feel like i've mentioned this before in a previous episode i don't remember but basically like if being involved in your community and this is not just like service wise like just like being in the community doing things like taking advantage of leagues and all, you know, all these types of things. But like, if that's really important to you, then thinking about where you're going to grad school in the location is huge. Like I remember a couple of my friends in Stillwater, it's a small town, there's stuff to do, but it's a small town. It's not DFW. Right. And I remember a lot of people just kind of like going off to the other cities to go like surrounding cities to do stuff because it really meant a lot to them to do more. And so as a grad student, if you're applying or you're thinking about applying or whatever the situation is, thinking about like is location and like doing stuff and like having multiple sort of options around me, if that's really important to me, then you probably want to go to like a a graduate school in a bigger city if you just want to focus on your education and 
um, you're totally okay with just your hobbies and your time kind of fulfilling in that way, um, then maybe it's not that big of a factor for you to do that. But you're right, like we are in DFW. And so there's a lot of stuff to do here. There's a lot of history here. There's a lot of different sort of, um, we got like the cowboy vibe going on. We got like the modern vibe going on. Like we have a lot, especially even just specifically where we're at, like in this general area, we mm -hmm. have so many museums and we have concert venues. We have um, different like leagues for stuff. And, and, and you're right. Um, I also want to emphasize that when you're at your university or you're applying, like seeing what kind of graduate representative organizations there to like reach out and see like what they're putting on because I don't know if every university has one. I know that the one here at TCU is actually pretty big um, considering the amount of grad students, but see what they're putting on. Like see if, if see if grad students are a focus at your university because we tend to be sort of left out of the situation, which, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, if, again, if those organizations and what they're doing and putting on is important to you, then maybe doing a little bit of re research on that too uh, would be would be cool. That's not even something I considered when I was looking at TCU because I just assumed, okay, I'm in Fort Worth. My buddies live in Dallas. I didn't realize how far like or how big dallas was to fort worth um but yeah i think there's an assumption that grad students um are all a lot older with families mm -hmm. um they're teaching so they're just kind of here as yeah. a benchmark to make for getting another degree or going into an industry mm -hmm. where i feel like in our department anyway everyone's kind of around the same age ish yeah, yeah. Um, in very similar life stages, mm -hmm. there's only, I think there's more people without kids yes. than do have kids, yeah. which obviously impacts what you're going to be doing Correct. during the week, mm -hmm. what you're going to be seeking out. Um, so I don't, that's not really something you can look up unless you're like stalking people's grad <laughs> profiles to see like, yeah, yeah, yeah. am and I going to have friends cohort. Yeah, mm -hmm. within this department, mm -hmm. is it a younger department, is it an older department? Right, right. But I think it would be a different experience if like everyone in our department was in their 50s yeah 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 um, yeah of course because we probably wouldn't do as many like dinners and stuff just because mm -hmm. you know you're busy with your own family right right but um yeah those are definitely factors that i think a lot of people don't consider because usually stipend comes first and foremost right um some people only get into like one or two programs mm -hmm. and it doesn't really matter yeah which is you know yeah but but if you have a little bit of that wiggle room, mm -hmm. you know, and that's if it's important to you, it wasn't really important to me, um, which I think can maybe tie us back into like the friendship portion of this conversation. So let me ask you this and we can kind of dive in. But like for you, is it important to have friends outside of the department? 100%. Okay. 100%. And why? Why is that? Um. I'm just big on compartmentalization. Okay. I just like having friends in different circles. Okay. Um, I think it's nice to be able to do what I want to do and have people that are also interested in that. Yeah. So I don't think anyone in the department likes you know, fishing or anything. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, I just think it's important to like break up your groups yeah. and have variation. I think when 
your entire group um, becomes all you have or like kind of similarly like if you're in a relationship and your significant other's friends like that's your only pool right, and you all just kind of merge right. um, then there's really no individuality you're not really you know doing stuff just separate from that yeah um so yeah. it's just something that's important to me having different circles yeah and you know i think that that's really um important like we yeah. innately want to have friends right and whether or not you've stayed in the town that you did your undergrad or whatever the situation is um or you moved away like i think we all want to have those friends and it's so easy to obviously like gravitate towards the people in your cohort and become mm-hmm. friends with them and um that's like the easy that's like the easy you know like friendship making which is totally fine you know you're spending lots of time with them anyway and office hours and classes yeah. and you know whatever um so those friendships obviously come naturally but then you're right it's like it could probably i mean it is only temporary right like you graduate with your master's or your phd or whatever and then we all go off and do our own thing and it doesn't mean that those friendships still aren't there, but it's different. And so, yeah, I mean, it is nice to have friends in different circles, you know? Um, And it's funny, like, as I'm thinking right now of my friend circles, I think a lot of my friends come from grad school and I'm okay with that, you know? Not that you're implying that there's anything wrong with that, Mm -hmm. but it does make me think, like, has my life, well, yes, has my life been entirely consumed with you know, grad school and, you know, I'm okay with that to some extent, but I also find that even, even if we do maintain our friendships in grad school, let's say, which is what I've done. I think there's still something to say about what friends you can do what with. So like, um, there are some friends that I'll like, you know, we'll go shopping. There's some friends we'll, we'll study. There's some friends where we'll record an episode of a pod you know right go out to lunch like tomorrow we're getting it we're having a get together at tristan's mm-hmm. to welcome the new grad students so it's like even then i think your friends still even even if you decide to maintain your friendships within your cohort there's still something that needs to happen i would argue that your friends don't just have to be friends for school those friends you can take them and say hey let's go thrifting let's go right. shopping let's go you know, play pickleball. Let's go do all of these various things. Cause I think there needs to be a little bit more just of a dynamic there as opposed to just, okay, well, we're going to study every, you know, Tuesday morning at 9am for four hours or whatever. Like you can still have that there and not have to go seek out friendships in other ways. But if you're the type who likes to have those circles, other circles of friends and that works too. Well, it's, it's, it's like, it's not a one size fits model. Either, obviously right. because like you're married so sean occupies a lot of your time and being a wife um i'm not married right so, so you have like, a little bit more of yeah, that freedom mm-hmm. i have a little bit more time yeah. i'm gonna be doing more like like i was telling you i like to go to the country dancing yeah. spots and bars mm-hmm. um so it just depends on life stage kind of where you are yeah but yeah there's definitely like friends i have at school that are school friends yeah, yeah and then friends in the department like you where it's like we do barbecues and we mm-hmm. hang out outside of school mm-hmm. um and there's nothing wrong with that it's just yeah. finding kind of like the people that you want to hang out with outside of yeah. just strictly class yeah and then you have friends that you just make elsewhere right yeah. right i'm trying to think of what 
other friends I have, I think a lot of mine have been just from previous stages in my life. Like when I was in my master's, when I lived in Houston. Um, shout out the OSU people. OSU people are very, very cool. They are. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really are. Um, but you're right. I think, um, I think there's something really cool though about like that I admire about you. Like you're so active in that like you're constant even if you're just fixated on something like i i i admire your desire to go out and do stuff and one thing that i want to say with that conversation that i've kind of been thinking about for myself like um recently like this year has been the year of me gaining more courage and like doing more things by myself yeah so like um a couple weeks ago maybe like a month or so ago actually i um wanted to go to the pool on Mm -hmm. campus and i was like i don't want to go by myself and nobody could go with me and so i was like okay what am i gonna do and i was really upset like i had to go to my counselor and talk to him like what what is going on and he basically boiled it down to you don't like doing fun stuff alone and so for those of you listening who don't like doing fun stuff alone i hear you you tristan on the other hand you'll do fun stuff alone and i know a lot of people who will do that my friend Mm -hmm. sean he We'll go to national parks alone. He'll go to different countries alone like that man. And I admire that so much. But for those of us who struggle with that, because I think that's a lot of also the conversation too, because if you're wanting to go into different circles and, you know, do hobbies and whatnot outside of grad school, you have to be the one to go out and do that. And that's really hard. And so I think for me, like listening to that, I think, I'm just reminded of like the need to have the courage to go out and do that, which is really hard sometimes. But if you want to learn how to roller skate or if you want to learn how to, you know, do all these different things, then you kind of have to have a little bit of that courage. I mean, no, there's fun experiences are meant to be shared. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be with people. And I think some people don't feel comfortable saying, hey, I just want to do this. Can you come with me? But you should definitely do that because right. nine times out of ten if someone's your friend they're gonna say yeah of yeah, course like, i'll do yeah. that mm-hmm. um like roller skating or ice skating or i'm trying to go skydiving yeah oh my gosh <laughs> are you gonna do that by yourself i would you would yeah okay um gosh, that's, it's I would cheap never. dallas is 200 bucks okay yeah okay um or well cheap for skydiving right, 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 but yeah um but yeah i think just putting it out to if your cohort has a group chat or if your department has, this would be a little weird to email, but if you have some sort of messaging. Yeah, thing, like some way to communicate with others in the department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I know for a lot of people that's kind of pushing outside their comfort zone. Of, I don't want to just send yeah. a mass email. Yeah. It's like, I want to go to the zoo. Who wants to go to the zoo? But that's the only way you're going to make those connections yeah. outside of just school. Yeah. Because that gets kind of stale if you're just talking about school all the time like with us and other people in our department we rarely talk about school when we're not we're, at school. Not, we're yeah. not talking about classes because you need that mental break mm-hmm. i think that's another reason why i like having you know my friends at church or my friends i play pickleball with or anything else because i don't want to talk about school um i don't yeah. want to talk about teaching i'm happy i love doing it i love talking about it certain times of the day but you need different people with different conversations to kind of tap into 
That is such a great point. And it makes me think of every time I think about being married to Sean, I'm like, I'm so happy he's not an academic because I don't think I could be married to yeah. another academic. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love working with academics, scholars and all that kind of stuff. And I love talking about teaching and all those types of things. But you're right. Like, I think that's something that's really important to, to emphasize too. Like you branching out and doing other things and having other you know hobbies and other friend circles outside of grad school it is a mental break mm -hmm. and i think that's a lot of what people i mean we talk about work-life balance all the time right work-life balance um your life is those things that we've been talking about going out and making friends like doing hobbies learning new things doing things outside of grad school like i think that's the way that you can go about doing that once you adopt something else it's kind of like you were saying like depending on what you're fixated on like don't go to a volleyball league if you don't actually like volleyball like right. finding things that you do enjoy or you've always wanted to learn letting that be your mental break because that's really where that work-life balance right. comes in and that's i think that's just like i was saying instead of just planning around who you think is going to be there or what kind of crowd it's just that happens that comes naturally mm -hmm. um but I also think it depends on what kind of student you are, how you approach yeah. school. Because I feel like I'm very, I'm not as stressed um, yeah. about school. Could it be so, because of your extra activities and your mental could break? Be. Could it be. could be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just having, just things to do outside of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I, re I really like the emphasis on the mental break because you're right. Like we just don't give ourselves that time. And it's funny. Cause like sometimes what I'll do is like, let's say um, it's Sunday and my husband like loves to take advantage of his days off. So he just rests and like, I applaud him for that, but I'm the type who needs to do stuff to kind of like have my brain going or else I'll start getting kind of depressed. And so sometimes even for me, like going out and getting a mental break is like going to Walmart or like, mm -hmm. you know, or like, playing a video game or whatever so even even little instances like that but like actually entirely going out and like socializing with people and like doing actual things and learning and playing games or whatever the situation is like it really does go a long way um and it's exciting and it's fun and not that graduate school isn't fun but it weighs you down in such a different way especially if you're more susceptible to stress like yes he is not exaggerating like he actually is a very relaxed guy whereas i on the other hand i'm a little bit more stressed and more anxious um could be your years in the program it could be personality it could be a lot of factors but i i, I feel like um like you've definitely struck a very good work-life balance and that's something that i've been trying to do this past year right and so when you add stuff to your to-do lists and it has to do with your academics then it is so much more difficult to kind of get out of that and make time for those other things so it's 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 hard it's hard to be able to balance work and life but then also making sure that you're giving yourself those mental breaks so um i want to go back to um one of the things that you said earlier because like yes you you're going out and you're finding your groups but like I want to really kind of focus in on your faith group and your faith circle, just because that's obviously like not attached to graduate school. So like, I mean, I want to sort of use that as an example. So 
how do you go out and find groups like that? Especially like with things that are so important to you, like faith or um, I'm trying to think of like other like community groups of people who are like you and share like similar identities. Like how do you, how did you end up finding that and figuring out what that was going to look like? I mean, that's a major reason why I came here. You know, yeah. Fort Worth has more churches per square mile. I Are you think serious? It's, it's up there. Yeah, Whoa. it's really high. Wow. Um, so for me, that was exciting because I knew I could come try a variety of churches and find the one that spoke the most to me. As opposed to going to like, I don't want to talk trash about Ames, Iowa. <laughs> like, this is the one I always go <laughs> I back love to. How you... <laughs> I almost went there. So like, that's oh, okay. in my mind. I'm like, well, at least I'm not in Ames. That's um, hilarious. Sorry. No, I- but there's Iowa. one church there. Like, and I, cause oh. I looked up every city before I came to see kind of what the faith communities were in each city. Right. Cause that's important to yeah. you. Right. And yeah. so if Doing we get, that research. if we could take anything from that is that sometimes that research is really important. If mm-hmm. you're the type who wants to go do stuff, then, you know, you might go to a little bit more populated city, but if faith is really big for you and that's where you find your community outside of graduate school, then that's going to be important. Right. Continue. Um, so that was obviously a major reason why I came here, but it's like I was telling you, it was such a long process um, towing the line between yeah. finding a church, finding a faith community that had a lot of people my age, same similar life stage, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but also finding a church with a theology that I aligned with and spoke to me. Right. And so it's been like a year-long process before I kind of settle into mm-hmm. a church I really like. Um, because there's so many larger churches that are non-denominational and are more recruitment heavy in terms of just getting people mm-hmm. in the door, just, yeah. events. Um, but there's a sacrifice in that. And a lot mm-hmm. of people I talk to who go to this Tuesday night ministry I go to, mm-hmm. um, they agree with me and they see the same thing. Like, oh, if they didn't have this event or if they didn't have this program, I probably, I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. be here. And to me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to be there then. I'll just go to the events, but I'm not going to sign on or join um, a church that doesn't align with just how I want to grow and where I want to be. So my church now, um, my pastor and I started a Sunday morning Sunday school for young adults about an hour before service. And it's just me and him right now. Yeah, And... It's tough because that group doesn't exist yet, and you kind of have to make a decision. You know, do I want to help build this from the ground mm-hmm. up? Do I want to help be there when it's like nobody's there? Yeah. And we're just trying to get organized or walk into a room where Everybody, there's already yeah. 50 people there, but maybe the message or um, the leadership or what have you isn't exactly where you'd want to be so that's something to consider um yeah and i don't fault people for going to churches just for community right who don't agree or necessarily align excuse me entirely entirely with Mm -hmm. the message because it can be scary walking into a room and it's like okay this entire congregation is 70 years old yeah um and that's just a personal decision, but and that extends beyond just church because I think there's a lot of different circles mm-hmm. where, like my arena volleyball league, yeah. again, like talking trash about volleyball. Um, <laughs> you I, weren't talking trash about volleyball. I, you were. I joined the volleyball league at the Stockyards, and yeah. I went, 
and everybody was, you know, older. Yeah. Yeah. And I stopped going. Yeah. So I didn't take my own advice, but no, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, I think that's just something you have to find for yourself yeah. and try a bunch of different churches too. For me, I was fine going to, I probably tried like 10 to 15. Wow. Um, because a lot of them, I was just like, okay, I didn't like this one or I didn't like, you know, this aspect of it. I'm just going to go somewhere new next week and, yeah. you know, meet with another pastor for coffee mm-hmm. and talk to more, you know, people in the mm-hmm. congregation and stuff. So if you have that drive, that's really important to yeah. help land you somewhere. I think there are at least one thing that I can take from that is just being patient mm-hmm. too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think being patient is going to be huge because like, like we're, you know, we're talking about like if faith is important to you, like, let's say that's the thing Mm. and that's where you want to find your community outside of graduate school. And, you know, you might have to be patient in that. Like you said, you've been here for a year, so it's just taking you a while. And if it is something that's going to motivate you to kind of keep going and finding that community, then it's going to probably take a little bit. And Mm. so you can't sit here and think that um, you're not going to also be able to, you're not going to have to not put in the work sometimes. Sometimes you need to put in that work. Um, I'm thinking about my own faith community um, at my church. Um, see, I have my husband who goes with me, so it's a little bit different. But we started attending. The first place we went to is the first place that we're, we're it's the same place that we're still at. But it's different because our church is a little bit more of an older crowd. But I didn't want to be involved in maybe the same way that you wanted to be involved. And it's a little bit different, like different denominations function a little bit differently too. So, I mean, but um, like for me, like I wanted a place where I could go to mass. Obviously that's going to be probably really easy. And the Catholic church functions a little bit different. So there's like a couple, you're going to have more of that consistency as far as like um, the message that's being conveyed. But then, like, the different community groups, like, my church hasn't been able to recover from the COVID situation because so many people stopped going to church, and then we stopped, we didn't, like, bring those events back up. And so, I think if there would be more of those events, then maybe I would want to try to go. But at the same time, I'm also having to think about, for my own sake as a grad student, like, I already have too much on my plate. Mm-hmm. So, what I've done to kind of meet the middle ground, because I still want to be involved in my church but to the point where like, I mean, I still have to kind of get my other things done. So I usher. So every third uh, Sunday, me and my husband volunteer and kind of help with like greeting people and getting uh, baskets and like helping people go up to get communion and whatnot. And so that's the way that I've been able to be involved. And in that case, I'm not involved really to make friends. I mean, granted, like I've made friends with the older people that are there, which is fantastic and I love it. But I mean, I've been able to at least just find and get what I need and and serve how I'm able to. So you're maybe not going to start a whole Sunday school thing, and that's totally okay. But if, if there's something there that matters to you and you want to have that separation from graduate school to something else, then maybe that's the route you want to go. And there, as you're showing us, there is time for that. There, You can make time for those things as well. Yeah. Well, then I'm going to wrap up today's episode by asking Tristan one last question. Thinking about whether people are introverted or extroverted, what is one thing that you think people should keep in mind when wanting to have community or hobbies outside of graduate school? 
I think just be patient and be excited. This is such an incredible time to where, you know, we don't have the responsibilities of teaching a full load and it's kind of an extension of undergrad. You know, you hear a lot of anxieties about just where people feel like they should be and what they mm-hmm. need to do yeah, and yeah. everything that needs to happen. It's like, just enjoy your time. Enjoy your time in grad school. You know, meet as many people as you can. If you don't, go do stuff by yourself and just be patient because yeah. those relationships, those friendships, they're going to happen. Mm-hmm. Not like you're not on the same timeline as everybody. You're yeah. still in school. So your friends who might be further ahead in their careers, making more money, just in a different place. I think the most helpful thing is just not to compare yourself to where everyone else is and just be settled and relax into the position that you're occupying. Yeah, and have fun. Yeah, have a just lot of fun. Just have fun. Like, that's what those hobbies are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's what, like, going out. Yeah, go going out dancing or going roller skating or going, you know, doing all these things consistent or not. Like, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. And if you're stressing about it, then it's not working, right? Or it's putting not- pressure on. It's like, eh, just just go have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever happens, happens. Um, just like with grad school, like have fun making those connections, mm-hmm. getting to know professors, have fun in the classes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every class I've been in, I've tried to, even if the class isn't about my interests, tailor some of my interests to a project and mm-hmm. just make the most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, Tristan. Um, I'm sure he's going to be on future episodes, so you'll you'll hear him again in the near future. Uh, so that's going to wrap up today's episode. If you have any questions or any comments or any topics you want us to cover, go ahead and email us at the podcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on our Instagram at the podcast. I will see you on the next one. Bye.